The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels in life. My name is Dee Lee, and today we're um, pondering the sparkling possibilities of an organized presence. What are gems and jewels, really? They are stones and tend to have different value for each person. It depends on how each person relates to them individually as to the true value they have. And as a little stone or pebble, they could be considered to be very small you know, for, on a physical size, but they could be a huge in value in terms of a different sense and basic effect. As we're spotlighting everyday jewels, we are taking a closer look at ordinary things in our daily living that are really magnificent when we stop and pay attention. And as with jewels, the value is in the eye of the beholder. The sparkle can be a different attraction for everyone, but it tends to catch our attention and we are inspired. Today we are taking a pause to explore the possibilities around us when we are in a more organized presence both inside and outside of ourselves. We have been taking a long deep look within ourselves as we have been prospecting and taking a look at the mighty gems and jewels that we each are as individuals. And as we grow and expand within, so we also affect our surroundings and others we relate to. Benjamin Franklin said, for every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned. That's quite, a, quite a, an amount of time. Do you find that when you become more spiritually awake and able to listen to your inner senses, it seems you are more intolerant of what is present inside and outside of yourself? Where do you and how do you tend to spend a lot of your time each day? Are you feeling like you're on a consistent chase to capture more time, capture more money, capture more joy, capture more peace, or looking for an elusive something that you're not sure of but know it's important? There are countless distractions that can end up devouring our precious moments. Your inner energy system is your own personal guidance system inside and outside of yourself. 
you are really the master at the controls, even if it feels like things are out of control and driving you. You can take back the controls when you organize your presence so it works for you. Your presence really starts with yourself, and it's interesting when we talk about presence, it really is a present, a gift. Uh, When you take a look inside, there is a really, when you go from inside to your outside, there really is a gift to the ripple effect outside yourself. You are the ultimate controller of yourself, and as your presence has the ripple effect outside, you are also, or you can actually organize that which is around you and how you relate to it. Questions of how to manage your paper, your, your, your situation where you're processing something. How do you manage your time? How do you manage your money? How do you manage your daily schedule? And how do you delegate to others? There's lots of organization that can happen. It's always helpful to take a look at key words that we're exploring as they are the source of our focus and can mean different things to different people. The word possibilities as a state or fact that comes to us from the 13th century Old French and directly from Latin in the 1400s and really is a chance that something might exist or happen, be true, or as it relates to abilities that that someone um, has something better to look forward to in the future. And possibilities exist when you start paying attention. Steve Marboli said, this new day has greeted us with no rules, unconditional opportunity. Do not dilute the power of this new day with the hardship of yesterday. Greet this day the way it has greeted you, with open arms and endless possibilities. So you can come into this world as a little bud of potential, or you came into this world. You learned how to open up through what you've experienced, your being made up of a combined mixture of physical and spiritual aspects. And as you explore and open yourself to be able to know all of the possibilities available to you, you experience the choice of knowledge. You select what you want to know, somewhat like taking a book or an option off the library shelf of possibilities. You take the, the specific experiences, consume it, and discern that you are expanding in the same way a bud turns into a flower. The blossom takes time and requires certain external conditions to open from the bud. Some flowers open and close themselves depending on the external conditions, such as sunlight. And how, how can we consciously make a change happen in our daily focus? It comes from our inner practice and intention to make the change by daring to take a deliberate action. By breaking this down to a level you can actually take a look at um, it's a process into, and you can make it a simple sequence that helps give the mind something to grasp as step one, step two, and step three, and then move along with the results of the action in a new direction. So really, it's like taking um, and dividing it up into having an insight, which is usually a statement, um, acknowledgement, or piece of wisdom, the choice, you know, making a choice, and then taking action with, within that, and then reviewing things as an outcome. 
by making the conscious decision to focus on getting started with your daily moments with some kind of organization in mind, you can start requesting that your actions be done differently. When you make the thoughts the important step to take, the body follows those requests because the relationship of the thoughts to the actions move the body along and things start happening. So here's an example. If you take an insight and say, okay, I acknowledge that I am responsible as the master facilitator of my day. The choice would be I am choosing to actively be present in each moment. The action would be I am fully experiencing what is happening as I go through the daily events and interactions with um, events or people. And a review would be I actively approach my schedule and you know work with it. So when you take the master role, you know it's like being a facilitator in a group meeting or in a planned period, and taking it be uh, being very important as you are the facilitator. It doesn't require that you do all the work. What seems to be hard for a lot of people is is really the ability to decide to be present because it's so easy to slip in and out of that, be on autopilot. And as we're interacting with people and events and staying present, um, it really, you know, it sounds pretty simple. But when you start releasing your focus on yesterday or tomorrow and really totally focus on today, it becomes simpler. You're really investing your attention to the moment. And when you're in this state of mind, you're really in the flow of what comes in and goes out of your focus. Unfortunately, we tend to only apply this concept half the time. If we are fortunate to witness someone with the ability to fully be connected, it can be a very powerful and transformative moment. It really brings forth the opportunity for acknowledging the clarity of what the possibilities are. And as the facilitator, you have that as a choice. When you have the choice and apply it, the clarity helps to reveal the next best action because it's step one, step two, and when you're in a clear mode, you're going to have a better uh, chance that your next action is going to be clear. And that makes it a simple choice. As a muse, I'm always intrigued with words and their differing effects on each of us. As with anything else we want to change, it requires focused effort and practice. We want to do it now in OW, and it requires our attention. So presence, which is really um, presence for ourselves as well, is really an important part of getting people interested in you. In some spiritual circles, presence and spirit are the same. You can do all kinds of things to act out in your presence to get noticed. But really what you're wanting to do is having a mindset and look, taking a look, um, you could pretend you're an actor in your own st- set, you know, your own uh, scene, scenery around yourself. It's a mental reflection and relaxation, and it can be elusive or it can feel elusive, um, but really it isn't. So everything in life can be learned, and it and presence is the same type of opportunity to control your mindset. 
So how does that actually boil down to where we can start doing it in the moment? Um, Part of the challenge, I think, is how people take on the learning opportunity. Um, You can start by being confident. And when you're working with presence, if you're riddled with insecurities, it's difficult to be confident. So if you're huddling behind the corner, around the corner, waiting for something to happen, uh, to jump on you to do something, um, that's going to be a bit of a challenge. But what you want to do is so show that you have some confidence in yourself. You're, you're actually present and you're confident. And that kind of a mental mindset will reflect itself on the outside, even you know, if you put that into your mind and act that way. It's really saying, okay, um, there's really a powerful presence here. I am it, and I'm going to show that I'm present and confident when you actually are yourself. People do stand up and take notice. You are expressing yourself on the outside, and that mindset plus the follow-through on your outside presentation will give people the confidence that you're trying to um, portray. It's important that you be yourself. There is a lot of genuineness about presence. If you're not yourself, or well, if you, if you are pretending to be someone other than yourself, your true self, it's really difficult for people to know who they are relating to. And you want to have that imagery of, of authenticity to actually show up in the world. Most people can actually detect this. If they're, if they're talking to you, working with you, and you are not yourself, it's going to come through in some way. And if you're pretending to be something else, that doesn't give a whole lot of comfort to people in relating to you that they're not going to really know how to relate to you from an authenticity perspective. And so the idea here is to um, show up in your external um, working the presence by being truly from your inside out and being um, something that, that you are reflecting from your inside confidence. So it's difficult sometimes because we, as we're practicing this or starting to, um, we're tense about our learning because we're not sure if we're learning what we need to do to actually make this happen. We're actually doing it, but uh, may not know that it's working. And so um, what we might want to say here is that um, if you're working with someone, you can actually ask them maybe um, or reflect on the outside the um, challenges that you're showing and say, okay, um, I am, this is my imagery. I am uh, showing and shining um, my true self out, out there. And you can actually see people relate to you and maybe take a read on that. Um, sometimes that happens, other times it doesn't. So you have to be careful that um, you're really uh, focused and in the true presence. So you're not worrying about the past or worrying about the future, but taking the moment uh, and moment approach. A lot of people these days have a cell phone on them, and they may forget 
that they have it with them because they're so used to having it and responding to it. So it's important as you're in a present uh, relationship with someone um, to actually turn it off, like um, possibly uh, leave it in your car. So if you're going into a meeting or into a restaurant or with someone that that you really want to pay attention to, um, it's important not to be so distracted because that also takes away from the the uh, feeling of someone, you know, as you're giving them focus, you know, that is a paying attention to them, that you give that uh, focus in 100%, and that is how you are being present with them. I know it's difficult, and it's something that's, that becomes a challenge because we're so used to carrying our uh, mobile devices around with us, and those mobile devices are c- connections. So it's it's an opportunity to um, pay attention to what you're doing and make those choices. Because that's, again, one insight, one choice, one action. Speaks a whole lot right there because that's, that's what um, is reflecting your caring mode. You're paying attention to what you're doing also shows that you, whoever you're relating to matter. You're, you're present and you're actually giving them a present of your attention. So as you're going through a lot of this, um, it's important to breathe. Sometimes it's difficult to keep in mind what, um, what it takes as you're practicing because practice uh, requires you to pay attention to what you're doing and that also helps to know that you are breathing and that is a critical part of uh, being in attention. Um, you can take a deep breath, you know, adjust yourself, slow down your moments, you know, be confident. Um, and even though you feel like you're maybe rushed or harried, uh, you can give off a different sense of um, competence when you present yourself, even though you might not feel totally uh, with it. Uh, that confidence really helps. And it's called body language. And then so when you really take a moment to um, have that as an out, you know, exterior concept, the um, image is one where someone's not slumped over, uh, you're not ignoring people, you're not on your iPhone or mobile device, and um, really present. And when you walk into a room with that um, kind of imagery, um, you're going to show it, and that's how people will respond to you. So when you're confident and you're comfortable within yourself and um, you're in that moment, you know, walk tall. You know, you're uh, giving off a different image to people, and that's what they're going to respond to. So it's um, it might sound redundant and um, be one that uh, you start with, but, you know, your presence and your organized present is starting with yourself. And so these are just some ideas to give yourself that confidence and show that you are present in what you are relating to and other people will reflect that back to you. So eye contact, uh, walking tall, um, those are important and it becomes uh, your part of engagement with people. 
and they will listen to you better when you're present and talking to them rather than, and it will be apparent when you're working with someone if they aren't present. So it becomes a two-way relationship. You know, you're expanding this out to someone, they're going to reflect it back. So it's important that there be a meeting of the minds there and a relationship with your expansion. So on that note, we're going to expand into a quick commercial and we will be back shortly. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or consider the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. Today we are discussing presence and how to have an organization with your concept of presence in your daily events. And we were conversing about uh, making eye contact with someone when you're engaging with someone. And that's really helpful because that is really showing that you're listening and that you care. A lot of times making eye contact becomes a challenge because people are Uh, distracted with their phones or noises or whatever but it's really when you're present you're paying attention to the fact that you need to make an extra effort and there really is a difference there's a huge difference between eye contact and staring at someone so it's really good to look at the person and do blink because that way it shows you're responding 
and then have a little bit of a conversation so that and do some gestures and um, show that you're interacting. But uh, presence can be rather elusive, and because it's you know you're um, focused on it, it is really different for you, different for someone that uh, you might be working with or trying to connect to. So you have to practice a little bit about um, what does it feel to be present, because everyone has the ability to do this it, and the potential. It can make other people. Um, a little squimish when they're they're still learning, or maybe they haven't even uh, started with this being an important aspect. So once you have presence, people will notice you more because you're more there, right in in the, in the context there, um, and um, they may try to understand. Well, you, that person is a little different now. Maybe maybe you've changed your approach, and so it's something where it may cause some people to not react to you in the same way because they're they're so used to having that interaction in a different way. But um, as you begin to cultivate the presence, you know people around you um, may find that you are different, and they can be hurtful and jealous. Uh, if they haven't found their timing to focus on this. So it really depends upon how you relate to things outside of yourself. And what you want to do is just note that other people have their own insights, choices, and actions and continue not worrying about it. I mean, basically, you're working on your own self and other people may not be at the same level of success or uh, learning that you are so it, it's really having an acceptance within yourself that you are doing what you want to do and knowing that the outside world uh, has a lot of pressure sometimes to conform and having someone uh, being present is you know not a normal process sometimes and so people have to deal with their own issues and um, what you need to do is just accept um, that you're learning and you're applying it and you're successful and relax and not, you know, trying to conform to uh, whatever's out there. So um, tension can create a process that is uncomfortable and um, other pe- it, it's really someone else's challenge and they need to learn to deal with it but it's not your responsibility. As your own facilitator, you're facilitating yourself and being in your own exercise here in your uh, inside-outside reflective. And um, it has a big uh, effect, not just on yourself, but as you radiate outside yourself to others, um, it'll bring peace along with it. Uh, Some people can get very... Um, full of themselves sometimes if they get you know successful at this but uh, essentially what you want to do is not judge others but just know that you're your own facilitator and able to do this and let other people make their own decisions and judgments and and let it go so it's and relax you know it's it's part of the process of learning and applying and the more that you practice it, other people will look at it and go, wow, I want to be like that. And so you'll, you may see that others that you relate to start actually wanting to know what you're doing different 
because they notice something different about you. And it can be a situation where maybe you'll feel like an actor. You're, um, you're in the moment and um, you're acting out as a, uh, a positive effect from your insights. So it becomes uh, kind of interesting to watch you know, as you, as you see the effect with other people, it becomes obvious. So when this, you know, and this can actually create some sense of imbalance going through some of those when you're actually learning and you're applying and you're practicing. But it's part of trusting and being in trust for yourself that you're, as you make the change and start practicing and getting in the flow, it becomes easier as you're going with that process and rather than trying to force or learn to uh, just accept um, it's going to have a, a better effect so it's it's like planting a seed when you plant deeply in your being as to what you want to do you're making a choice you know this is what I want to do this is my seed of potential and as you look at this, it's more like a gardener, you're a gardener of your inner being. So you allow the different con- conditions to exist and work from a garden sense. Um, it's going to have all kinds of different n- nutrients to germinate this process. But if you micromanage the plant or the seed, pull on it, look at, at its roots and see if it's happening, it may give up. So what we want to do is really go from the inside with the intention of looking from a balanced reflective but not do too much diagnosis and do more practice because when you practice, you'll be observing and seeing it happen. So you can actually take a moment and say, I will be back in a moment because that takes a chance for you to breathe. It's good practice to shift in midstream sometimes and step aside from something because you need a chance to actually um, take a moment and let things flow and make that shift. How do you do this in your day? How do you take a, a practice like this and get it started? I would suggest that you really take a look at the beginning of your day and start your day with a sense of trust, gratitude, and appreciation. And when you do this, you're going to define your day in a different sense. You're in a position to make the shift, and when you're trusting, it will give you um, a basis point for the present uh, attitude that you have. And being in gratitude you're more or less right in that moment. You're not looking at yesterday or bringing yesterday's challenges into your moment, nor are you taking a look at tomorrow and trying to ponder what tomorrow looks like. You're right in the moment. And um, you're in that moment looking at what is right in front of you. So the keeping open and in the flow rather than sitting in judgment or evaluating things around you is really helpful. When, you're find, when you find yourself slipping in and out of a moment, you can bring yourself back to an active focus. Because you're paying more attention, you'll be noticing when your focus gets sidelined. 
and you can self-correct. Um, but when you do this, be really gentle with yourself too. You're practicing and it takes practice because um, it's one of those situations that this is a huge shift into a new now moment, which may not feel comfortable yet. And as taking the higher perspective of a facilitator of your day, everything might not be totally uh, making sense, but it's fine. You know, you're, you're adjusting as you're going. And basically, as a facilitator, you have the ideas of what, where you want to go with it. But things do unfold differently, potential, because of certain other things showing up. So you're offering the opportunity here to have um, a chance to relate to something that may not have been planned, but would be a great uh, potential for you to relate to. As you're in this, the flow, you're also um, able to um, shift in any direction, um, not having that resistance uh, to stay in, in a, a certain mode. And by doing that, <clears throat> you're actually able to shift and find the action that's appropriate. Because we've been uh, focused here on our inner selves and outer selves, there's, you know, consciousness is really another factor. Being conscious is part of this whole process of being present as well. And it's interesting because the highest energy um, is really under our own direct control. You know, we have the um, ability to think in terms of our spiritual practice and our um, wholeness, which is really our, our soul and our body, and that is our foundation and platform where we then operate from there. So presence, it comes along and it's something that um, you can start out with having some meditation too in the morning, and that can actually bring it forward where you're paying attention, you're in a deeper sense. And you're able to open up to higher uh, potentials um, when you're in that level. And it's building awareness. Um, you're looking at awareness of not just your inner self, but also your physical sensations, your emotions, and your, your thoughts. And you can, can, you can actually contact your sensations through the whole body because you're feeling you're, you're in a conscious mode. And that kind of information can very much help how you're relating to things, too. So, we, we can be in present mode and feeling what is coming up. Sometimes it can feel like uh, time and timelessness uh, can be transformed by how we observe and work within this. So, the quality of our presence really defines our humanity and how we show up. And the stronger and deeper our presence, the more human we are. And this actually gives opportunity to a foundation of developing a fulfilling outside um, effect. And uh, when we think in terms of presence, um, we either have or do not have, the reality is sometimes interesting because it can come up, you know, presence shows up in different stages and levels. And... We can give a, a momentary awakening and, and a focus, but sometimes we can drift off somehow. 
And <clears throat> what we're trying to do is organize our focus here so we can actually keep present throughout our day. And the quality really dep depends upon the, uh, the quality of the presence determines the quality of our life. And the more the present that we are, we can have better life experience. We can be within ourselves whole, which gives a whole sense of um, opportunity. Um, when we do this, we're uh, giving our whole mind, heart, and soul, um, noticing what's going on and raising levels of energy within our body so that we give this in from within to without as well. And it gives you energy. You're able to have the sensitive feelings of what does it take. Um, as we walk through how to do this, um, we, we actually are in our bodies able to sense how we relate outside. So when you're whole, when you feel whole and wholeness, um, you're going to have uh, a little, you're going to have different way that you present yourself too, that you're not, not all there. So we want to have our inner part uh, organized so that we can come up and show that we are out there um, in a whole sense. So what this brings up sometimes is how do we relate to time? Because time is part of our challenge. Uh, it's one that becomes a constraint potentially because you can fall into a daily grind and if unless you're really noticing how that is feeling or going along um, sometimes it just goes and you might feel like it's uh, that you have to hurry um, and when you hurry you know mistakes can happen um, you're going to have a less feeling of being present because you're trying to catch up so really, time is a limitation, and it's, it's both a limitation and an opportunity. And it's, it can show that um, if you're able to challenge yourself and organize your time in a, in a higher perspective, it can serve as an opportunity to really fulfill your whole day to get things and get things done, but on the same token, give yourself time available to um, be open to something that might show up. So it, it, time can be a real um, challenge. It, and if your consciousness is there and you s slip into the present, you can release some of the challenge and feel more time if you're, if you're able to let it go and um, not simply be in a movement of clock and daylight, you know, you can be managing it different. Um, there are a lot of uh, discussions about time management, and it's really different for each person. But if you can um, look at it from past, present, and future, uh, each part of these um, have obstacles and opportunities. And when you relate to the time um, and take a look at it, at it um, by owning it, and organizing it so that essentially you're doing um, in your day, you're giving yourself time in the morning to get uh, more whole feeling. It's going to make a huge difference during your whole day because you're not a slave. You're not trying to seek the freedom that you're looking for. You can be open to what flows through. 
and feel good about how that works. And being trust, being in trust, it gives you that feeling of an openness that you have all day. When you have that kind of attitude and um, are open to what does show up, it's amazing what does come through or what, you know, synchronicities might be out there too. So it can be um, a challenge to acknowledge that, but uh, that it does happen where you get to the end of the day and you go, wow, look at what happened today. I would have had no idea. So the more present we are, the stronger our experience will be. And a day full of presence is really rich. You can be looking at it through the whole day and feel like you're, you're really um, floating forward or in that moment in a really positive way. So that, that really has a, a big effect on how your relationship is within your moment yourself and out in the world how do you relate to others in that that area and on that moment notice we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back change your world change your life voiceamericaempowerment.com have you ever met a muse or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it a muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join TheMightyMuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellike dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintelliKey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintelliKey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y dot com. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. We're taking a look at the organization of our presence 
and looking at ways to have that so that we are more present within and without in our um, space and within ourselves. Now, what we have been talking about is how time works within um, all of this. And time is really um, made up of the past, the present, and the future. And we have our own set of discussions within ourselves as to how we relate to each of those areas. And it can have a, a profound effect on, you know, however you relate to them. If you're taking a look at things on an active, passive, or being open um, to something. So, if you're passively working toward um, acknowledging something, um, sometimes it can run over you or it can pin you down um, and you can feel past and future being the focus rather than the present moment. So, it's something where um, things where you focus from a past mode, usually there's a lot of regret about some kind of opportunities that you may have missed or you've been dwelling on prior wounds and stressful situations. And it can be where you can ruminate over and over about something, but you're taking up your present time to do that. So unfortunately, when you do that, you waste and maybe that waste is not the proper term here, but um, essentially you're giving up the opportunity to sparkle within a moment because you're you're taking that um, view in the rear view mirror as opposed to being looking at the current whatever is in front of you. And it lives, I mean, basically your, your focus on the past, um, you know, you're maybe feeling good about something, but, but it also uh, can uh, also limit how your possibilities show up because <clears throat> you're existing with old habits and traumas and attitudes. And if you're looking in the future and you're not sure um, how that's going to flow, you're going to be dreaming and trying to get there rather than enjoying the things that are... Um, I mean, you're worrying about something possibly that's going to happen, but uh, it's been proven that a lot of our worries don't even show up. So it's it, it's kind of an imaginary situation until it does. And if you're focused that direction, then um, we're hurrying to get someplace or hurrying to have something happen. And um, by doing that, you're not really relating to what's happening in this current moment. So it means living in expectation and hoping that something shows up. But um, it can shield us from the fact that the day brings us closer and closer to something. And uh, again, it's if you're um, taking a passive look at your current moment and focused on the behind you and in front of you, you're only you're not really connected to right now. And you're not really, you might just briefly be awake to something that shows up. Um, You might have fear of something. You might have, I mean, there's a lot of challenges sometimes with our internal emotions and how we relate things in front of us. But it it can cause a challenge because you're not going to feel, you're going to feel that um, your time just slips away and that you don't have the freedom of choice. So, when we take a, an opportunity to look at our current um, uh, 
situation and stay focused, not in the past, not in the future, but on practicing being present. Um, you're way awake to the now. You're doing whatever's possible to overcome habits and harmful ways of thinking. Um, it takes a, a, a challenge to yourself to keep in the mode in your thoughts um, in a positive way so that you're reacting in that way because sometimes our thoughts, we have a lot of self-talk that we uh, may not be aware of. And so by being more cognizant of what you're, you're telling yourself too, it can um, require a lot of time spent looking for something that never happens. And when you tell yourself a positive um, affirmation or discussion and your thoughts are positive, your body is going to feel better. Um, you're going to have more openness toward what shows up and, and the beauty around you and being aware and awake and um, paying attention to something that's going to feel better. It's going to make you feel better. So being open to all of this, then um, as you go through your day, other people will relate to you differently too because you're showing up in a positive mode. Your um, whole presence is a positive experience for wherever you are. And that can have such a huge um, effect, not just for yourself, but others too. So they want to be around you. or, or um, it, It's very interesting. You can try it both ways. And as we're practicing, sometimes it's uh, interesting to practice one way and then be in a mode to sort of watch yourself too and see what happens. Um, it can be a huge experience. And you'll want to choose whichever feels better for you, obviously, um, because it is more satisfying. And your day is going to flow a lot better. You're going to get to the end of the day and go, wow, I'm in gratitude still and it's the end of the day. So that's a, a, an opportunity to look forward to. You know, to be able to say that at the end of the day, wow, just think what happened today. Part of our time and energy, um, taking a look at it in a closer way, is our money situation is part of our energy. And sometimes people look at money as the focal point, but really it's um, it's it's an energy that is a, a role of... Um, how much love we spend out there too. I mean, it's like, it's, um, you know, it, it's sometimes you'll, people look at money, they want more, they want, they need more, they want to have uh, a different focus with it. And um, we each tend to deal with money in a different way. Sometimes we have challenges, um, inner conflicts, outer conflicts, tensions on issues around money. We've been, uh, attached to it or identified with it in different ways. Um, and sometimes we look at the money that we earn as being our definition of ourselves. So however you look at it, um, it's it's a target for presence because we want to uh, take the basic practice of money and be present with it and think about it in that terms because when you make a purchase at a store, we come into body awareness. You know, is our body, um, are we digging into our wallet and counting cash? And, and then we give it to somebody 
um, or we ha- take out a card, how do you relate to the exchange? So as you're managing your money and the effect on yourself, um, it's, it's really our mind thinking about it and we're doing some action. When we buy something, um, we feel something in our body. Is it, is it, how are we feeling? When you're paying a bill, um, we can sense that process of writing a check and working with the payment process. We might not feel good about it because we look at um, the money being paid out as not feeling good or possibly it does. It's really a choice there. How do you feel when you make, make that payment? Um, sometimes it can trigger us into a different mode. And so we want to uh, be aware of how we are in that presence process. Now, money is a, a management option too. I mean, it's something where we have to manage it um, or it manages us. And so part of the challenge here is not only approaching it from this sensing mode of how you deal with it, but also being aware of your thoughts around it because it can also affect your uh, abundance, prosperity, if you're feeling in a lack mode versus a prosperity mode. So it's good that when you're present that you actually acknowledge the opportunities and the things that you're doing with that because money really is present. You know, the purpose of money is to be present because you're, you're showing, um, you know, the intentions as you're paying out or you're, you're receiving. And so it's, it's um, our self-awareness really helps with that attitude. And so it's good to actually think through how you work with money because it's really an expression and it's really not what you uh, think it is. It's, it, it is a source, but it's also yourself inside of yourself is the true abundance. So because we're um, being open to consciously change our mindsets and we want to work with our best approach, um, we want to support our best attitudes and look at things in a, a different way. Mighty, Mighty Gems is about sparkling as gems and focusing on the value of what we're creating as a perceived value. And also being in our present, it's going to help us be able to sparkle better. Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time and start the journey now. As we continue to connect within ourselves to nature and others with one insight, one choice, and one action, we broaden our prospecting arena and can go up and beyond and be and way out beyond our um, where we can ever believed we could grow and go. So, Buddha said, "In the sky, there's no distinction of east or west. People create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true." It's really helpful if you look at your your presence value as yourself and the foundational part of yourself um, you are a mighty gem and as you get more and more comfortable with that you're going to be able to show up as yourself and be able to feel comfortable and it's going to radiate many um, sparkles around you um, you know smile that out actually helps to react from the inside into the outside too. So be careful what you believe. You know, you're really a mighty jump. And um, that's a great present right there for yourself and also for other people around you. 
and it can be um, a possibility of every day and every moment event. Join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. on Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and have a very sparkling possibility built weekend. Thank you for joining Dee Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.